Hey, hey, and thank you for listening to our Beautiful Mess podcast. I am in the car right now. Don't worry, we're being safe. Um, but if there is some background noise, I just wanted to give you a heads up as to why. But seriously, I've been so MIA and I just wanted to come on here and tell you guys what the heck is up with the Huffmans. Where are we at? What is going on? Why have I been so MIA? Like, hello, right? (laughs) Okay, well, first of all, first and foremost, we have been dealing with so much stuff with Connor's job, okay? Which y'all know if you've ever dealt with job um, insecurity, it is stressful. It feels like you can't get ahead. And thank God for my business and the fact that I have freedom of time and I'm able to kind of be wherever. And, you know, our my business is kind of holding us afloat right now, which is absolutely amazing. I'm just so blessed and thankful that you know, I even have the opportunity. A lot of people have it a lot worse than I do, but man, you guys, it has been insane. Connor's company, the company that he works for is actually like going out of business (laughs) and they refuse to tell their employees, but we all know that that's what's happening. Let's be real. So it's just been really weird. He's been trying to find another job and kind of when we first found out that that was happening, um, we got evacuated from our home. So if you've been paying attention to the news at all, you know that Oregon and California have pretty much just been on fire the last month and we had record, record burns this year. And the fire got literally less than four miles from our house. Yes, our house is still standing. Thank God. So thankful. (laughs) But It was stressful to say the least. I don't know if you guys have ever been in that situation or had to live with family members or have ever been evacuated, but just the evacuation itself is so stressful. We were completely unprepared. We had no clue what we were doing or like, I don't know, we got the alerts and we just kind of were texting back and forth like, you know do I get a backpack? Like, do you really think that we're going to be evacuated? Do you like, where are we going to go? What, what's the most important things that you grab? You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give you guys a little, like what I wish I would have known as well. So that if you guys go through this, you're hopefully a little bit more prepared than I am, but oh my God, being evacuated was one of the worst and best experiences that I have ever gone through. Like I learned so many freaking things about myself and about my family and about the way that I work and just different stuff. Um, but living with family is hard. I am a grown ass woman with almost two kids married and we had to go to my mother-in-law's and my mother-in-law, um, thank God, you know, she took us in and I'm so grateful that we had a roof over our head, but she lives in a small condo and I'm eight months pregnant obviously married. Like I said, we have a two-year-old. I have a hundred pound Rottweiler lab mix. So he's a big ass dog (laughs) to have him in a small little condo with the both of us, our two-year-old and my mother-in-law. Like it was a shit show. Okay. Not only that, like y'all, I need to have sex with my husband. I love my husband. I want to like love up on him. And that just wasn't a reality. 
<laughs> so I was sleeping on a cot. My daughter was in a playpen. Her and I were in a room together. My mother-in-law had her room and Connor was sleeping on the couch and we were evacuated for almost nine days. So needless to say, it was fucking crazy. Okay. And a sex deprived pregnant like eight and a half months pregnant woman who was already a spitfire in that situation like y'all I wanted to rip my hair out okay <laughs> like if you know me I was just over it so number one thing I wish I would have known is turn your air conditioners off okay like literally before you leave the house make sure that your HVAC unit is off and that if you have any units outside that they're covered. Um, we didn't know this and <laughs> we left our air conditioning on. So not only were we paying for the electricity and all these other things to run their air conditioner that whole time, but smoke and soot and all the things, you know, are being blown just like into your house. So make sure that you do that. Obviously shut all the doors and windows, turn on air purifiers in the house if you have them, um, and immediately call your insurance. Like seriously, y'all, I should have called my insurance the day that we left. It just, it speeds up the process. If you are in a level three evacuation, if you pay for homeowner's insurance, you likely have some sort of coverage for your expenses like food and clothes and all that kind of stuff or housing while you're out of your house and one of the things that they offered to us and like I said thankfully my mother-in-law allowed us to stay there so we didn't have to pay for our hotel or anything excuse me y'all pregnancy heartburn's not fun anyways we didn't have to pay for a hotel they were gonna put us up in a hotel but with a hundred pound dog who is sort of an asshole, that's not really the best option <laughs> for our family. So we were going to have to look into rentals and all this different stuff, but we didn't. So point being, call your insurance company right away because not only will they cover the remediation probably, um, but you likely have coverage for the time that you are not in your house. Okay. Not only that, but y'all need to have an emergency bag like packed just point blank period okay and I don't mean just for an evacuation but just any emergency situation like it really showed me that I am not prepared at all we didn't have food or water or anything in our cars um and I just wish we would have been a little bit more prepared that way so I would highly suggest like having a little baggie of non-perishables maybe like an extra pack or a pair of clothes in your car um, a winter jacket or some blankets or something to keep you warm obviously depending on where you live um, but those are just some of the things I wish I would have known and also make sure that you keep gas in your car like don't be that person who lets your car get to well below E and you're like oh I know my car so it's fine we've got another 30 miles on it no boo you never know what's gonna happen get your tank filled treat yourself and stay safe so what did I learn during this experience? Because holy hell was it an experience. Obviously all that stuff that I just went over as far as like things I wish I would have known, but seriously, this experience as a whole just showed me that home is where the heart is. And it doesn't matter where you're at or what materialistic things that you have. Like 
it just really showed me that to have my husband and my daughter there with me was completely priceless. Like, I don't care what we would have lost. Like, because when you're sitting there, you you start thinking and you're, of course, going to worst case scenario. So, like, my fucking house might burn down today. Like, when it's four miles away from your house and it's creeping into your town, your butthole puckers a little bit. And you start to think about all the shit that you left at your house. And granted, we got, like, all of our important stuff. But everything is replaceable. People aren't. And I just was so glad to have my husband there with me. And like I said, you know, us just to all be together and as tight and crammed and uncomfortable as we all were in my mother-in-law's condo, like it was ultimately such a good experience, I think for all of us. And when we got home, it just really showed me too, like that we can be anywhere. And this is a whole nother story, but Connor and I are thinking about moving to San Antonio. And again, story for another day, totally a separate podcast episode as to where we're headed, why, what made us decide San Antonio, like all the things. So I'll keep you guys updated on that in a bit, but it just showed me that like we can be anywhere and it's not tied to a certain place or, you know, I'm not tied to certain materialistic things that we have. Um, and I just want to be with my family. I just want to live life. I want to be happy. I want to be proud. I want to feel accomplished. I want to feel like my family is building a legacy. Um, but that doesn't involve what our house looks like or the items that are in it. You know what I'm saying? So it just gave me a different outlook on life. Like in general, things are so much simpler than we make it. Things are so much easier than we make it. And I got in this cycle of just like almost feeling like my life was mundane or, you know, repetitive. Like it was just same shit, different day. Like, have y'all ever heard that saying like same shit, different day? that was me. And I was just kind of going through the motions and I woke up and, you know, rolled out of bed and would get up and work my business and hang out with Oakland. But there was always this like sense of anxiety or sense of stress over me. And since we've been home, um, since this evacuation, I've really felt that dissipate. And I honestly think that it's because I was thrown out of my comfort zone. I was thrown out of that norm of what my everyday looked like. And it reminded me to be grateful for the fact that I get to be home and work with my daughter. And yes, it might be mundane sometimes. Yes, every day might be the same or whatever in certain aspects, but every day should be appreciated. And you never know what can happen. And tomorrow's not promised. So I don't know. It just gave me a different different outlook made me appreciate things more made me appreciate my husband more made me appreciate the time that I have with my daughter more and just really understanding that like this is her life too and this has got to be fucking weird for her too and she was thrown out of her everyday routine and you know I need to show her and show up as the woman wife mom that I want to be regardless of where we're at or what our daily routine looks like like as moms we get so into schedule and routine and all the things that if that's thrown off at all we feel like we're not successful or we're not being good moms or you know we're not 
giving our child the life that maybe they deserve, but what you're missing is all of the beauty in the meantime and all the fun and, you know, experiences and memories that you could be making in the meantime. And that's what I was just really reminded of as we went through this whole experience. It also gave me such a reality check on my patience because if you know me, I am not patient (laughs) in any aspect of my life. I am such a mover and a shaker. I'm like, all right, what's next? What's next? What's next? And again, just being thrown out of my routine and my daughter being thrown out of her routine. And, you know, we, we have our little ritual. We wake up, we eat breakfast together. I work my business at certain times. You know, she takes her nap at a certain time. We're both comfortable. And to just be taken out of that and reminded how blessed we are to be able to be together. I don't know. It just gave me a different patience level with her specifically because I had to be like, we were in a situation where she was just as uncomfortable as I was. She was just as worried and, you know, maybe not about the adult shit like the house, but she doesn't get why we're there. She doesn't get why we're in a tiny ass condo with our dog and my husband's taking time off work and she's seeing him more than normal, you know, like she doesn't get it. And so it just taught me patience in myself, patience with my husband, patience with my daughter and my dog, because we had to. And, um, you know, I think that life is too damn short and we put so much stress on ourselves and our kids and our family and the day to day. And like I said, shit is so much more simple then we make it. So why overcomplicate it? Just like let it go and just be and experience and love and be excited. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so patience. And last but not least, just staying positive and learning how to manage my time. Um, you know, were the other huge things for me. Like I, like I said, you know, we were thrown out of our routine. And so because I am a business owner, I don't have someone looking over my shoulder telling me when and what I need to accomplish on a given day, you know, and it takes a lot of self-discipline and a lot of, um, I don't know, I I guess self-discipline would be the best word for it. Just you have to hold yourself freaking accountable in situations like that. And I am so damn proud of myself because I used my my why and um, all the things that I was going through as fuel to my fire to work my business instead as an excuse not to. So my time management just got a little bit stronger because I learned to work in the nooks and crannies of my day. And I learned to give my daughter the time and respect that she needed. My husband, the time and respect that he needed, um, or needs, you know, while still making time for myself and all that kind of stuff. So I can go through and do a whole nother podcast on time management if y'all would like. That's why leaving reviews on this podcast is so important. So not only I can get your feedback, but when you guys give me, um, you know, reviews or, you know, you go vote and give me stars or (laughs) I don't even know how that works. Y'all rate me, right? That allows me to reach more people. That allows me to expand and grow in this podcast with you because that's the goal, right? And women empowering women. I want to know your feedback. I want to know what you want to hear on my podcast. I want to know what you don't want to hear, right? So I am always that person who is going to be that positive light in your life. Um, Hopefully, you know, by listening to this podcast, I can bring you some sort of positivity, some inspiration to keep going. Um, But just know that I am always going to keep it 100. And I will show you guys that I am human. And 
like I said, I fell off the face of the planet for a couple weeks because I don't believe in taking uninspired action. And especially when it comes to my business and my podcast, um, I, I like to take inspired action. I believe that's where the best content comes from. I believe that true inspiration and true, um, you know, touching people's hearts comes from being vulnerable, being real, being raw, and also talking about the things that you're going through. And, you know, when you're going through a lot and don't feel like putting content out there, going and trying to inspire someone else is like pouring from an empty cup and nothing's going to come out. And if it does, it's little dirty water droplets when you could have a full clean glass if you just filled your cup, right? So I needed to get my mind right before I kind of did some podcasts. I didn't take my foot off the brake or off the gas, excuse me, at all with my my personal business. Um, But I just needed a few weeks to kind of regain my thoughts to show up as the version that I want to be for you guys. So if you enjoyed today's podcast, please, please, please share with your friends. you know, rate and review this episode. I would love, love to hear your feedback on if you guys would like a time management episode, how I manage my time, you know, how I'm able to be a mom, a wife, a person, (laughs) um, in and of itself and still work my business and do a podcast on the side. So I would love to do that for y'all. But like I said, leave a review and have an amazing day.